0: Sarah thank you for inviting me onto your podcast I'm excited to uh, have this conversation it's one of the first ones I'll have with a plant who's uh, talking back Um, Yeah, so um, to introduce myself a bit, my name is Natalia Conforti, and I'm an artist and designer based in the UAE. My background is in fashion design, but after moving to Dubai about three years ago, I founded Glitches and Stitches. It's a creative enterprise that's dedicated to helping design junkies become self-sufficient. So basically, I use creativity and design as a tool to create engaging events like brand launches, team-building sessions, um, DIY workshops like embroidery, applique art, and then some chemical-free cosmetics. And then I also host some community events like uh, co-working meetups for creatives and an embroidery club. Um, As far as artwork goes, my art practice is kind of a reflection on cultural cross-pollination. Um, Dubai is a really multi multicultural city, so I find that really um, inspiring to see uh, all of the different influences mix. Um, so I work mainly with mixed media, applying textile craftsmanship techniques to unexpected materials because my background is in fashion design. And uh, sustainability is also a recurring theme in pretty much everything that I do. Yeah, I loved plants uh growing up. I had lots of fond childhood memories involving uh plants and trees and flowers. Uh, I was a little bit obsessed with flowers, actually, as a kid. Um, I was pretty introverted and loved just wandering around in the garden and picking flowers. Um, I was 100% sure that fairies lived in flowers. You can tell me if that's true uh, as well. Uh, I used to write letters to the fairies that lived in the flowers. and. Um, Another one of my projects was making little kumquat dolls uh, using the kumquats as faces and adding little flowers and thorns to create um, different characteristics on them or even just gluing Spanish moss and leaves to construction paper. Um, I loved everything about plants. I could just get lost in gardens. Oh, it's really hard to choose a favorite flower. Um, Aesthetically, I love ginger flowers. Um, I love the variety of bright colors and really unique structural shapes. Um, We used ginger flowers in my wedding bouquet and um, I I just uh, love the visual aesthetics of them. But if I were to think more of the perfume, I have a really special place in my heart for night-blooming jasmine. Um, For one, I love that it's one of the only plants that blooms at night. I like that it's an outlier um, and, you know, a bit different striking its own path compared to other flowers. Um, When I was a kid, I grew up in Florida, and um, we had a huge night-blooming jasmine bush and I always thought there was something really special about dusk when it started to get dark and the flowers would open and it would be this really um, strong, voluptuous perfume in the air and we would turn the light on in the pool and it would start to glow like a turquoise jewel. And we lived a few blocks away from the beach, but there was a highway between us. But at nighttime, the traffic would die down. We'd get really silent, and I could hear the waves crashing even from a distance. And I think even today when I smell jasmine, I close my eyes, I can still kind of hear the waves crashing down. It takes me straight back to that place. Um, I think I, I just love that time of uh, night in general. Still, even today, I love working late at night, even 3, 4 in the morning um, when everybody's fast asleep. Often dreamland, and I feel like I'm the only one who's awake in the world, and like the whole world is just mine to create with. Um, so I kind of wish that I had a night blooming jasmine uh, with me here to keep me company uh, at night. I haven't been able to find any, I've looked. Mm-hmm. I I have been collecting more and more plants at home. I do really enjoy having them around me in the space. Um, I haven't always been very good at uh, nurturing and looking after the plants. So when we first moved here, we started off mostly with uh, some uh, ficus plants because they're very um, easy to look after. I guess you could say that they're independent plants uh, that don't need a lot of uh, human uh, interaction. I respect that quality in humans and in plants, being able to uh, do your own thing. Um, But lately, in the past year, I've been um, growing plants from things that I find at the supermarket. So I have a few avocado seedlings. I have um, a couple that I planted about a year and a half ago. Um, I think they're lacking a little bit of sunlight, but still uh, hanging in there. Um, we've also planted some pineapple tops. Um, that's also something that grew, uh, in Florida as a kid. And, uh, our most, uh, recent plant is planting some ginger root that we got from the supermarket and it's been growing really well. Um, I don't know if any of these plants will flower, it's likely that they won't since they're from the supermarket, but I still just enjoy keeping them around after we've had the fruit. plants do have a a role in my uh in my artwork and work in general in embroidery i like to embroider leaves and actually monstera leaves um but then in a more conceptual way uh, one of the big art projects that I've been working on for almost two years now is uh, an epistolary project called Sister Octopi. It's um, a project that I started with my cousin who's in London, and um, she's a, an abstract painter. And so we create these collaborative scrolls. I'll paint an a four-sheet of paper, I scan it, send it over to her, and then she responds continuing the drawing. And... Um, we continue that until we've created scrolls that are about two and a half meters long and we're suspending them from the ceiling to create a sort of upside down forest um supposed to you know kind of put you off guard um, so that you don't quite know where you are. And uh, some of the things that we've been working on in this project do uh, relate to plants. We have one theme that's around vegetation. And so on that one, we like to explore kind of a a duality of uh, of themes with each uh, tentacle. So we have one that's around uh, jungle. It's really vibrant and colorful and dense even lush. Um, There's some bright colors that could maybe indicate some poisonous plants too as well and it's also you know so dense that imagine a jungle that's almost difficult to to walk through it's a little bit oppressive almost claustrophobic. We have another one that's um, that has to do with desert plants, plants growing in harsh conditions that are kind of mangled but you know despite everything life finds a way growing through adversity, um, but the one that relates the most to, to you is probably the root thematic. So we explored roots both as you know, plants with aerial roots, for example, or um, the internet of plants, you know, mycelium, the plants used to talk to each other, and then also Um, language as a root Uh, so we collected newspapers written in languages from around the world and we dyed the newspaper using actual physical root uh, dye made from roots so we used beets and turmeric and beetle up potatoes and dyed them kind of uh, bright yellows and purples and reds and used those as fragments to collage kind of root scapes. Um, but one of the things that I was uh, interested to hear more about from you actually is um, how you use mycelium and the internet of plants Um, I just discovered this uh, mushroom when researching the sister octopi project but I think it would be amazing to be connected into that kind of network what's it like? (laughs) Oh, you know, I had never thought about the fact that as a plant in a pot, you're not connected to the network. I guess I'm um, kind of uh, off the grid in a way, um, but it's nice that you're still connected at least to uh, to our human Internet. If you're not connected to the, uh, to the plant Internet, I hope that you get the kind of community support and uh, interaction that you're craving then. Thank you so much, Mom, Sarah. It's been lovely chatting with you. Uh, It's been a really lovely and interesting conversation. And um, I hope to listen to many more of your other conversations with artists around the world. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing more of your episodes.